fingers so I know. Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> franchises don't even last that long. How long were the Thrashers involved? Like 10 years, I guess? Barely. I don't know. Whatever. We Barely. have more fans. We, we have more fans than the Thrashers and we'll last longer than the Thrashers. That's right. How about that? So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's back to get back down to business. We're gonna, uh, I heard you got some clips uh, from uh, some old-timey shows we did. I haven't heard them, so I... Uh, should provide a lot of fun for me and you and the fans at home, so that'll be good. And uh, we'll talk about what's going to be going on uh, with the Rangers going forward, as they say. It's a big thing now in today's sports lingo or any kind of radio talk lingo is what's happening going forward. That's, so that's we'll see where that Oh, that is? Okay. It usually, uh, yeah, just... it, it kind of trickles down, I think, sometimes uh, – there was another one um, a couple of years ago we were, we were using a lot. But anyway, uh, yes, so it'll be interesting to see. And uh, I can't wait to hear the clips. And I want to thank everybody who's been with us for this fantabulous ride. I mean, uh, a lot of them are here. Howie Sussman's here last time I checked. And uh, um, just all the people, uh, the, the great Patty Duke's been with us for a while. Justin has certainly been here for quite a long time. Cutter's been here from practically the beginning. Wazili has been with me since day one. 
Yep. When uh, it was Ranger Crisis, Waz was one of the the originals that believed in me. That believed in me. And I don't know where that's ended us up at, but uh, <laughs> we both arrived here at the same place. Five, five, uh, yeah, I mean, six years yeah, later. Uh, Howie's been around since since just about the beginning. Stan from Bayside has been here since the beginning. Stan from Bayside, I think Joe Catroni told me that he listened back to our first show not too long ago, and Stan was our first caller, or maybe our second caller. So Stan has certainly been here from the beginning. Uh, Frosty, uh, <clears throat> the great Anthony Riga, who we haven't talked to in a while, but I did hear from this week, uh, he's been around since the beginning. Rock has been here since the beginning. Uh, Mr. French Cutter, has been here. Mr. French. Mr. French has been Maven here. has been here. Oh, D.B. Maven, too. He was the first one to buy us lunch. That's and remains the only one, by the way. Uh, Ricky Atazu, who is still you know floating around on the fringes, he has been here since the beginning. So you know, it's thanks to all of you, and 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 you know, we, we certainly don't want to forget anybody, but it's it's you guys that have been here since the beginning, and you've showed up every week, and you know, devoted your time to us, and and helped spread the word about us. You're the you're the reason why we keep coming back. And, uh, and we appreciate it. And we, like like Eddie said, we do have some clips to play. We've got a, a bunch. I found a bunch of different stuff today that uh, I thought you guys might enjoy. I got this. Happy anniversary! Happy anniversary! Happy anniversary! Happy anniversary! And right now, I know Joe Catroni is on hold, laughing his ass off at that clip. <laughs> Joe's got, he's talking big things here with us. We'll get That's to that right. later. But the, we had the Catroni conference call on Saturday. It was a high-power high broker meeting. Cutter, a decent clip. Get out of here. You can make me call in so I can blow you up and ban you. That'll be my fifth no, anniversary no. gift. Uh, come on, it's our fifth anniversary. Let's, let's be nice. <laughs> oh, now we got to be nice? We didn't get here by being nice to anybody. Well, yeah. I, I I appreciate even more the people who tune in live. Those are the real diehards. I mean, I love the podcasters and the people who catch up with us late. But you, when you take time out of your your busy schedule to sit down in front of the computer and listen right. to this nonsense, which I think really is a lot better live, I guess. I don't know why it makes a difference. <laughs> and I certainly love it live because the chat room acts as almost my – my wingman. So you're you're good. Like you're very multitasky. You, you got a fairly decent memory. Me, I, I can't remember anything. So when I make a faux pas, which is like eight times a, a broadcast, the chat room, the live chat room, will correct me, and then I will actually use what they say, and sometimes give them the you know the tip of the cap, and sometimes not. But you guys help me a lot. Because sometimes I'll come up with some wacky stat, and you're like, no, 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 that never happened, Ed. Or, you know. So I do. I do enjoy that. I, love, well, I appreciate I, that. And I think, uh, I think another reason why you and I always enjoy the, the live is, you know, we, we're, I don't think it's any secret that you and I are both big Honeymooners fans. Jackie Gleason was a, was a big proponent of doing that show live because no rehearsal, anything could happen. That's kind of the way we are. We just plug our headsets in and start her up, and off we go. Whatever happens, happens. 
And, you know, it's... Right. You know, sometimes we... I mean, you know, most of the time we talk Rangers, but sometimes we don't. And, you know, that's that's always unrehearsed. We get off on, on some kind of tangent. I don't and, think we ever... Other than if we've had a guest, maybe, we've never, like, had, like, a powwow before a show and said, this is how we're going to do it, you know. I, I don't ever recall that. It's been like... No. I... And it's like I hope Eddie shows up. Yeah. <laughs> we've we've had a we've had a uh, we might have a conversation like right before the show goes on. All right, I want to ask him about this, and I'll ask him about this, or or you go first, or or you know you open up with you know whatever. But no, there's not there's never been very much rehearsal. The the most rehearsal I think I ever I ever did personally for a guest was when we had uh, Theo Fleury on the show. Because that was that was kind of a that was a serious topic kind of interview, right? I yeah, mean, the, it, the interview no itself. I mean, we had some fun in that interview, and he was a he was a great guest. But I mean, there were serious overtones to that interview. I mean, we we were able to get that interview because of the book that he just put out, where he talks about you know chapters on chapters about drug abuse and sexual abuse and being molested. So I mean, you know, it wasn't. You know, it wasn't a whole lot of laughing and joking going on like you know when we had uh, uh, I don't know who Greshner. You know when we had Ron Greshner on. Uh, so I think that was the one I did the most prep for, and that was the one I was most nervous for. I was in uh, the Finger Lakes when you did that, that show. I did that from a cabin in the Finger Lakes. That's right. You I remember? I was, yeah, and. Uh, yeah, that that was funny because Krishna started talking about the mosque down, you know, down near the uh, uh, what, World Trade Center, Ground Zero. Yeah. Ground Zero. And, we uh, went almost an hour into podcast with Krishna. Really? With Krishna, we did. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I, I I don't even remember. Like I said, I was on vacay. And yes, Wazili, well remembered. Uh, Theo Fleury was was shopping. When, when, when right. I called him at the scheduled time, he was shopping, and he said, "Call me back in fifteen minutes or whatever," and and I did. Uh, so yeah, that was that was that was one. Um, of course, the oh, first yeah, guy. Bernie Nichols. Oh, Bernie Nichols. Bernie Nichols was like, "Let me tell you, I got, I got this. What was it called? I don't know. It was, like, it was something like Bonnet. He had this hooky falooky thing. He's like." Boys, let me tell you, this is a new thing that me and Joe knew and Dyke really getting on board with. It's it's where you can get your cable, your phone, and your internet all in one thing. Right. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's called every internet package around the country, you moron. <laughs> it's called a smartphone. And he was trying to hawk this thing, and he's it was like a like an Amway scam. He was trying to get it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was, a, it was like a Ponzi, and and all we wanted to do was bust his balls about about being on the Devils in '94, and he's oh. oh it was just it was in the crease and it was it was an illegal goal. Oh, he, and, oh my God, he was so he, he was would not give it up. And I said he really thought the Devils were the better team in that '94. Like they should have won, and they got ripped off, and he was not letting it go. No, and I think I made, made a little jibe here and there. I kind of at one point I I think I realized that I was never having this guy on again, so might as well just right. say anything. <laughs> uh, so, I did rock. James Patrick always is a 
the best. Just he'll actually just say like how he hates the Flyers. Like he, can't, he just roots against the Flyers no matter what team he's affiliated with, or he's he still you know considers himself a Ranger. I think he misses. You know, he spent a lot of years in Buffalo, but I think once you're those days when he played with the Rangers were something special. You know, their early you know leech years before <laughs> Jeep got sent back. I think it was, it was Keenan, right? Keenan sent him gone. Yep. What was it? Yeah. Yeah. He was traded with uh, Turcotte <clears throat> to Hartford yeah. early in the season. He wasn't. He wasn't one of the guys that, that uh, was traded on uh, deadline day. I think it was a three-way deal uh, with for Larmer, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Yep. Now, you know, speaking yeah. of James Patrick, we actually didn't talk about that. Did Did you see that he was arrested not too long ago? For what? Uh, what does that my perfect little, angel do? <laughs> uh, a little domestic violence. Get out of here. Yep, 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 yep. Yep. Let me. Uh, uh, I don't let's see. I don't believe it. Let me no. look up the story. Uh, it's Patrick. Star Did he like? Uh... Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I'll read you the story. Uh, Dallas Stars assistant coach James Patrick was arrested last week and charged with assault stemming from a domestic dispute. Now, this was. This, uh, this was actually early May this happened. Uh, Patrick, 50, was involved in a dispute with his girlfriend at his home in the Dallas area, according to the police report. It was over the contents of his phone. Dun, dun, dun. Patrick got to his home in the 9100 block of Sh- uh, Chapel Valley Road around 1.20 a.m. on April 30th. His girlfriend told police that Patrick smelled like alcohol and was covered in vomit, according to an arrest warrant <laughs> affidavit. The woman helped Patrick <laughs> the woman helped Patrick undress, but then confronted him after she saw several inappropriate text messages from another woman on his phone. They began to wrestle over the phone, and Patrick grabbed the woman's throat and pushed her face into the bathroom faucet. She suffered a cut on her lower lip during the incident. Oh, James, I'm going to have to get out to ring you up. I still have your number. Maybe she was, she was jealous that the mouse number was in it. <laughs> Is that what it was? <laughs> The mouse number was in his text. Who's this mouse? <laughs> like a rock. I bet you. I bet you. Good at oral. How <laughs> oh, dare you? Like a great it's Saturday mouse. night. I know. I mean, wow. I mean, uh, this surprise. coming home, covered in vomit, staking a drink. <laughs> this some... is what texts will do to you. You live in large, Dad. That's like why you won't respond. <laughs> That's why you won't respond to my texts. <laughs> oh man, you live in large. Oh. Out there. I like how I, I equate domestic violence with living large. I, no, I mean, listen. There's no, this sounds like a crazy situation as it is. The chick oh. is, is. He could have been like, "Get away from my thing," and then like his hand hit her lip accidentally. You know. Not that I'm apologizing for the two-time guest of the show. <laughs> right, out of 70s, right out of 70s television. What are you going to say next? He really doesn't mean those things when he says them? <laughs> Deep down, he really loves her? James Patrick next. is about the closest I've gotten to a hockey friend that actually played in the NHL, so I'm next not ruining Tell us that we don't know James Patrick like you do. You don't know him like I do. He can be so sweet sometimes. Don't hit. 
Oh, so that is, that's weird that we had brought that up. And this is, uh, you know, speaking of celebration, we, we actually do have a lot to celebrate. I see that you typed that in the, uh, the chat room. I don't know. I mean, is it professional to tell people how we're advancing as far as, or should we just do what we're supposed to do, if you know what I mean? Because I think it's, no, it's a pretty, <laughs> I think it's a pretty big deal. It is a big deal. It's a very big deal, I think. <clears throat> and well, well, it, well, one way or the other, one way or the other, they're going to know about it in fifteen minutes because that's when we're supposed to do it. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll, uh, I'll kind of give like the little introduction. You give the specifics. This great broadcast somehow. Well, I know how it happened, but. Uh, and somehow has attained such credibility and status that we were approached by a real advertiser through Block Talk Radio. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. I'm going to have my... Wait. And when I mean by... Wait, okay. wait, wait. Say it again. <laughs> we One were approached time. by a, a real goodness, gracious, gracious sponsor. So that is the pre-announcement. I guess you could do that again when you actually do the whole announcement and explain to everybody what it's all about. <clears throat> so you'll actually be hearing spots during the show, and this isn't no hooky faluki. I've used hooky faluki twice, but this is no hooky faluki. Uh, who was that guy again? You brought him up again the other day. That dopey guy, uh, Mitch Beck. Mitch Beck, human resource. Uh, then, then we the have human fund. The human fund. None of that. And money from like money for people. <laughs> this is for stuff. This is a legit business with <clears throat> legit credentials around the audio air, airways. So go ahead. Actually, somebody you've actually heard of. <laughs> All right. So uh, you, you give the... Uh, well, that will be coming up at yeah. 6... Uh, at nine thirty uh, Eastern Standard Time, we will, we will get to the, the is when we're okay. supposed to debut is when we're supposed to debut that. Right. <clears throat> uh, McDonald, I'm loving yes. it. <laughs> no, no, it's not McDonald. <laughs> yeah, and and like Eddie said, we uh, this show was actually approved by this sponsor. We didn't seek them out. Approached and said. Would you guys be willing to do this? And and we said, of course. And they said, well, okay, we'll run the we'll run your show by the sponsor, and the sponsor approved us. So I don't know what that means. That was, <laughs> I guess they probably looked at our numbers or something and saw that we you know we've been around for a while, which is part of the celebration. And Jim, of course, texted me, "We're rich," and I was like. Really, I've got to check this out. We started doing the we started doing the Norton and Crampton. I'm rich. I'm rich. I leave you my rich, my rich. fortune. <laughs> Help me, Rocky boy. Hey. Started doing the Hucklebuck. <laughs> and then I realized we weren't rich, but you got to start somewhere. And I think this is uh, I think it's a really good way, and it's a good acknowledgement. Uh. Michael Dolph's prostitution service. <laughs> what the hell? 
I wish. Uh, I wish. Example. It makes good money. <clears throat> All right. So uh, what do you want to want? you want to go with some frivolity of past clips? Do you want to uh, talk about some Ranger stuff? Uh, I've got we, some stuff I'd like. <clears throat> we can mix in a little of both. We've got, we got a little bit of Ranger news. We've got a, you know, a, few things on the, a few things on the boil, as they say. Uh, well, we uh, clips. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, get into your Ranger news, because I'm not sure what it is. It's the same stuff I've got. Brad Richards was bought out. Next. <laughs> What's next? <laughs> okay. Uh, now, and, and apparently they where made Stallman an offer. Okay. Now, where are you on the Richards? Uh, of course, I, I think 110%, I think there isn't anybody in this chat room that didn't want brought, Brad Richards bought out. But where are you on a scale of 1 to 10 at his service as a ranger? What number are you giving him? as a ranger for his performance in what, the three years he was here? Um, Two and a half? Well, yeah, three seasons. Um, well, I think, I don't know, you got to give him high marks based on the based on the playoffs. I mean, I know I got on him because, because at times, it, you know, he looked lost, but I'm going to blame the coach for a lot of that. But, uh, you know, based on playoff success, and you know, and his leadership, which I which I think did make a difference with this team, especially with once Callahan was gone, and, and I think, and I think there was a little bit of a struggle going on in that locker room between Callahan and Richards. Um, and look, I think if you go back and listen, when when the Rangers signed Brad Richards, Eddie and I, when a deal was announced, Eddie and I were on the air a half hour later to talk about it. And I think I think if you went back and listened to that show, you probably even hear one of us say, "There's no way they're getting to the end of this contract." I mean, we knew Brad Richards was not signing; he was signing a nine-year a nine-year contract, but we knew there was no way he was going to be a Ranger for nine years. It just wasn't going to happen. They, they had to they had to match they had to they had to give him market value, and they had to compete with other teams. For once, they weren't competing against themselves, like Drury and Gomez and Wade Redden. They were actually competing with other NHL hockey teams, so they had, you know, they had to give him the, what he was asking. They had to match other offers, but I, I don't think there was anybody in their right mind who thought that in, uh, in 2020 Brad Richards would be, you know, retiring as a Ranger after a, after his deal was up. I, I got no complaints. They, I, you know, they had to do it. They didn't have a choice. It wasn't even a matter of am I glad he's gone. Whatever they had, they did not have a choice. It's it was either keep Brad Richards on the roster and lose maybe four or five guys, or buy out Brad Richards. Okay, so you, I, the the chat room has chimed in with a rating of six between six and six point five, and I think that's where I'm where I am at. Um, he came up with some big goals in the playoffs, but ultimately he was brought here for two things. And one was to be the first line center. That didn't work out too well. Uh, wound up not even being the second line center. To help the power play. So, at times. I mean, at times, I mean, I just. He's certainly not Drury bad. Uh, you know. <laughs> 
I mean, he, he's certainly not that bad. Um, he's one of the worst Rangers in history. I know. I mean, you really, I mean, you really hate him. Ugh. I didn't he like. Disgusted I, it was, me. I, he, yeah, that was a good word for it. He disgusted me. That. Oh my yeah. God! Just just thinking about him gets me mad. Slowly, I turned. <laughs> Let's Just thinking about Let's it with that see. dumb fucking look in his head all the time. Oh, hated him. Hated yeah, I don't know him. why Rock takes Roosevelt. I have no idea. Rock, I will never get that about you hating Roosevelt. I just, I thought you were better than that. <laughs> I would you wear like a the royal jersey before I'd wear a jersey. He's won a cup. He's still playing. Not like Tom Pody. He's practically out of league already. Anyway, uh, yes. so, Brad, so the management, what do you give the management on getting Brad Richards? I mean, they, they, I mean they're really going to be paying this guy, what, a million dollars a year to like 2025 or something? It turns out, or some crazy number like that. It's like Bobby Bonilla type of uh, payout. But they had um, to do it. They had to sign him, and they had to buy him out. They didn't really have a choice either time, uh, the way I look at it. <laughs> Chat room is cracking me up. Justin yeah. said Roosevelt's better than Girardi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want to you get somebody started on Dan Girardi? Get Keith McElroy on the phone. Oh, <laughs> the things he says about <laughs> Girardi in private are classic. <laughs> call wow, him, wow, call wow. him Danica. Uh, I don't know. I mean, before we get even to it, so I and I guess Richards he came with some big playoff goals. They said he was a leader in the the dressing room, but not that much of a leader that we're going to keep him around. (laughs) So you know, they had no choice. I mean, do you? And and don't get me wrong. I still think you know. Granted, he might not have been the first line center. He might not have been the second line center. Okay, so he's the third-line center, but still productive, still a third-line center, and still excellent veteran leadership, especially in the playoffs. So I think it's still a huge hole without him. But is having one big hole better than having five or four or five medium-sized ones? Probably right. no, easier to pull one big one, right? Yeah, well, especially for... Glenn Sather. I don't want him making right. multiplayer deals. Right. <laughs> he'll get dizzy and pass out, and he won't wake up until Christmas, and we'll be 20 games out of first. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the Rangers have a lot of decisions, and, 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 you know, people are so down on Nash, but the reality is he's locked up for four years, man. They got him for four more years, and, uh, the guy has got—he's uh, got a no-trade clause, and he ain't going nowhere. I mean, with you know, I don't want to say we're stuck with Rick Nash because I still think Rick Nash. As much as I want to hate him, I mean, they really need him to get to the playoffs. Not, and they need him to somehow shake this shit that he that he that went through in the playoffs going on the playoffs. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm forgiving because there's been a little bit of time between us and and 
losing in the cup, but maybe I'm a little bit more forgiving. I, I didn't leave the, the playoffs and shots on goal. I mean, it's not for the lack of trying, do you think? I mean, do you think it was effort? Do you think it was bad luck? What I mean, we wanted this guy for so long, and now we're just going to say, two, you know, two playoffs, you, you haven't showed up, well, goodbye, get out of here, you bum. I mean, what goodbye, are we supposed get to out do? Here, you bum. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I, you're right. I just, I was so frustrated with him by the end of the playoffs. You know, and I kept thinking, you know, uh, in the Philly series, in the Pittsburgh series, he had guys draped over him the whole time. And I thought, okay, he's going to do better against the Canadians. He'll get it going. They did, they weren't as big at forward. They wouldn't be able to cover him the same way. And he did have more room to skate, and he did score a couple of goals off the great Dustin Tokarski uh who, you know, on Tokarski's way to winning numerous Vezinas, of course. Uh, but, you know, then, you know, he was non-existent again against the Kings. And it was just, you know, it's just no one because is. you don't want to dwell on those things. But when you think that every game except one was a one-goal game and you get no productivity from your sniper and, you know, you lose three games in overtime, oh, don't, that's what And he's not just like a guy like we had Gabbard. He was a sniper. He would score, you know, you wouldn't really see him too much during the game, and then he'd get a goal or whatever. Nash is like, he's a dominating player when he's on. And he showed none of that in, like, 30 games. He showed no, like, that getting the puck off the boards, going right to the net, breakaways. I don't even remember him having a breakaway at all. Uh, where no, he, he basically had, took the, he, he had at least one or two. Just nothing real. I mean, it's kind of an enigma. And for people who are sitting there like, we've got to get rid of this guy, he's not going anywhere. So unless they can trade him and you can get somebody that at least is, you know, of equal value, you just got to hope this guy wakes up, that something happens. You know? I, I just don't see the other thing ha- happening where he, he's going to be leaving the New York Rangers, and they should they should have bought him out. That's what I hear. What? Uh, you know, you're not thinking. You know, so they got that. Brian Boyle's a UFA. What are you going to do with him, Jimmy? You going to make him uh, well, a decent offer? Congratulations to him, by the way. He finally was able to get hitched, married that broad. Uh. Congrats to him. I well he, on the comments he was making on uh, on on breakup day makes it sound like he thinks he's gone. Like he's going to ask for too much money. He's going to ask for more money than Magoo's going to pay him. Can they find somebody to replace Brian? <laughs> I can't believe I'm actually asking this. But I Did mean, you really just have a player? <laughs> Jim, the guy's a hell of a playoff player, a fourth line player. That fourth line was awesome. That was like the best fourth line the Rangers ever had. They should have yeah, had a nickname. I, they was <laughs> the. Uh, I, I still I still attribute a lot of that to Dominic Moore. I think it's more important that Dominic Moore is still on the roster in October than Brian Boyle. I really do. I I agree with you there. I think, I, Brian, you, I think Dominic I, Moore. I think. The, no, go ahead. I just want to say I think Dominic Moore made Brian Boyle better. He allowed Boyle to play on the wing. Uh, I just think that Brian Boyle will be easier to replace 
than Dominic Moore. And again, I will repeat it again before people who oh, just don't like Brian Boyle. Brian Boyle was phenomenal in the playoffs. The whole fourth line was, but I honestly believe that Dominic Moore made Brian Boyle a better player. Dominic Moore at center is much better than Brian Boyle. I would rather see yes, Dominic I, Moore back next year than Brian Boyle. And you can live with Dominic. Yeah, I know. And and Roxanne and Chad Boyle's been great in the third play in three years in the playoffs. He's great on the penalty kill. But if you're going to ask for some, you know, if you're going to ask for second line money, right. get the hell out of here. Right. I think even if you ask for third line money, and, and not for nothing, but. Uh, he he went to he also went to the coaching staff at his exit meeting or whatever they call those things. Right. And said he wanted a bigger role next year. Uh, you know what? Yeah. You, you Kaiser know what role. You got you, you, you had six goals. Calm, calm it down. You had eighteen yeah. points. Relax. Put it back in your pants, Brian. <laughs> right. Put, Put it a back bigger in your role. pants. Yeah. Get bigger role. <laughs> Kaiser Come role. On. <laughs> That's how you want it. You want to pick a Kaiser role. <clears throat> uh, how about Benoit Fouliot? I mean, Fouliot. Well, you know, he's another one. That's another one. You know, Is he as guy. good? Is he going to want now? I mean, he came cheap last year. I mean, good. You know, we always complain about Say they're not picking up those little nuance picks. Well, it didn't start off too good for Benoit, but it ended up real well for him. Basically had a career year here and, and was one of the reasons the Rangers went to the Cup and had success in the playoffs. Do you think yep. he's a one-year uh, type of dealio, or do you think uh, he's going to uh, continue to be productive with that Zuccarello uh, Brassard line? See, well, you know, that's that's the other thing is that I think Pouliot's going to be easier to keep than Broussard. I'm a little worried about what what kind of money Broussard's going to be looking for. Because, you know, Broussard to me has still been – he's been very good in the playoffs, but he's been pretty inconsistent during the regular season. So, you know, he's they've I think they've got interesting, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how they play this. Well, Broussard's at RFA. But still, yeah, I I see what you're saying. Yeah, uh I think I think <laughs> if I had to go on my just a hunch, and maybe I'm wrong on this, what? The I think they're clamoring for you to mention a defenseman who's an RFA. <laughs> oh. Uh, I just, uh, you want a defenseman that's an RFA? Justin Falk? John no. Moore? No. Who? Oh. Come a on. A defenseman that's RFA? RFA or UFA? I don't know. He's one of them. Are you, he's a UFA. Is Rafael Diaz. I think that's who you meant. I don't know. I can never remember who's who's a U and who's an R. And I'm gonna cash in. You know what? There's no way I'll be back on the team. And I'll be with the Islanders next year. Yeah, he. 
he, he's kind of one of those guys that I think a lot of Ranger fans liked, and then he had that terrible game that you went to in the cup in game one, and everybody got right, right off the right field, Diaz Sombrero after that one. <laughs> <laughs> they, were, they were like, nah, maybe he's not that good. But it was the Stanley Cup now. I mean, and there was a big Jeff team Boy there, so let's give a little break. Yeah, it was like, oh, it's Jeff Boy Whitka time, or uh, who was that other, uh, Roman Hammerlick. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, 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 st- I have a special place in my heart, and I don't know who's going to be. I know Coaster is still out there with his picket signs about Connor Allen coming up. And uh, we don't know who will actually get a look at defensive-wise, but defensive, defenseman-wise, and whether McElrath will ever. I think Cam Fowler will be retiring by the time McElrath makes his team, um, if he gets a shot. But I really think it all hinges on Strawman. You know, if they if they can lock him up, I think it's a coup. I think it, that would really make me feel more at ease as a fan. But if they don't and he gets absurd money, I kind of feel like he may have he may have just had his best season ever and it's never going to happen again, you know. So if he he goes, he goes. I'm more more worried about Justin Falk, whether we resign him. <laughs> Peter Falk. <laughs> Peter Falk. And I'm sure there's a, the John Moore contingent out there that, Loves John Moore. He's also an RFA. Rangers got a lot of moves. And one of the things I was thinking about, and this is this is something you know. I, I don't really get into the numbers, but now that the season's over, I, I've been looking at it. And you know, Kevin Klein's got four more years on his contract at two point nine. Yeah. You think we're going to see the end of that? I mean, he's getting like a million less than Stahl, and he's a sixth defenseman. Well, that was that was one of the things that everybody liked about the deal. That was one of the things the Rangers liked about the deal is that this guy was signed for four more years at a at a fairly reasonable price. Uh, it doesn't. When two and a half million dollars became reasonable, I don't, I don't remember. Twenty nine hookers. I guess I you know twenty nine. I guess he's still got some years in him. I could barely even remember Michael Delzato as a Ranger. That's how unmemorable his time was. You remember his number? Number four. <laughs> number four. Number four. Stop it. Stop defending him. Stop it. We should have Mandor call, call, call him. <laughs> uh, so... Oh, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, for a cheerful toast and fill it. Happy anniversary, but be careful you don't spill it. Happy anniversary, oh, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary. Well, do we have to do our uh, our, our spot now or what? Oh, oh, oh! Look at this. It's a... oh, here we go. Yes. <clears throat> you want me to read it, or do you want to read? Do you want you want you want, you want to read the first no, part? You read. You to, all right. No, do the whole thing. <clears throat> Let me find it here. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we would like to welcome <clears throat> Audible.com, 
as our new sponsor. Today's sponsor is Audible.com, a leading provider of spoken audio entertainment and information. Listen to audiobooks whenever and wherever you want, and you can get a free book when you sign up for a 30-day trial at www.audibletrial.com slash blueshirtunderground. That's a special site that's been set up just for you, the Blue Shirt Underground listener. Sign up, get a free trial, help support the show. That is www.audibletrial.com slash blueshirtunderground. And we welcome audible.com as the sponsor, the sole sponsor of Blue Shirt Underground Radio. That's right. How's that? How's that? That was very good. Very professional. Yep. I liked it. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <clears throat> so look. So let me translate it to all you people out there. Hey, dopes, <laughs> go to that site. Sign up for the free trial offer. I don't know what you get. You might get spam for years. I don't know. No, you get you, you get no. uh, you get one you get one free trial, and you can download. I, I believe you can download. Oh. Well, you know, I think you get at least a, one book you, to keep. And, uh, oh, and it's good for a month. You have no obligation to buy anything. All we ask is you oh, click, so it, click the link, which I am pasting into the chat room as well. Click the link, sign up for a free trial, and you help support Blue Shirt Underground Radio. Oh, sounds good then. I'm going to do it right after the show. I have you already click done it. one. Yes. yes, sir. I'm going to do one right after the show. It's www.com www.audibletrial.com slash Blue Shirt Underground. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. These guys are big time. They're, they're, not, they're not fooling around. They advertise on Howard, don't they? They do. Yeah. So anything that, uh, you know, we're both uh, devotees of Howard, so this is quite impressive. impressive. It is. So. So if you're an uh, Amazon member there, is that a well anyway. But you can still sign up for the Amazon. free trial. I'm already an Amazon yeah. member as well, but you can still sign up for the free trial. Now, how does these audio books work? I just want to know, like, because I'm, you know, I have one of those uh, what are they, spindles? Kindle. The Kindle. Spindle. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I You can. How do you set it up to your 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 tablet or your phone or your or your laptop, whatever you want. And then, you know, it's oh, an okay. audio reading of the book. Like Gary Delapate oh, did a oh, okay. did an audio re- an audio great. reading of they call me Baba Booey. Right, just one, two, three. It's like a it said that it's like downloading a long song. Okay. Alright, I'm down with that. I'm gonna check that out for sure. Uh, so well, what, what's going on with the clipboards here? What's what's some of the memories? Uh, give me some memories here. I want memories. It's all about memories. All right. all right, I'll tell you what. Let's take a. Let's see. What do we got here? Want to take some calls? Nah, no. Chris Christ. <laughs> you don't want to take no. any calls. Okay. I don't know. Well, I know. Uh, let's see. Joe is on hold, but he's listening. Uh, Rock is on. I think that might be rock on hold and I'm not there's one other call on hold. So I'll tell you what, let's play a clip and then we'll we'll take a call and then maybe we'll play another clip and uh, and then uh we'll go from there. Uh here is <clears throat> this is to this day this remains our highest rated show in our 5-year history. 
No show we have ever put on the air had a higher live audience than this broadcast, nor has a show been downloaded more than this broadcast. <clears throat> so here is a little clip from that. Wait a minute. Larry Brooks is on the scene. I cannot. Let's get Larry Brooks has been cited by Joe Fortunato. I'm now following Joe Fortunato. We're going to try to get Larry. Uh-oh. That's right. I have an answer. How are you? Hold on. I've got to get Larry Brooks on. Larry Brooks uh, in the sunlight, ladies and gentlemen. We think he's a vampire. How are you doing? How are you, sir? Larry Brooks being warm. Wow. Larry. I, I'm right in front of right now. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> Mr. Larry Pitt. Larry, I read your column. We're on Blue Shirt Banner Radio. Would you like to say anything to the folks out there about uh, this event? Now, Larry looks like he's in no comment mode, ladies and gentlemen. I believe, I, I believe in uh, grassroots movements. He believes in grassroots roots movements, and this, this grass can't get any greener than it is right now. <laughs> nice to meet you, Larry. Larry uh, is uh, in, a, in no commentville right now, but uh, he believes in grassroots well, Larry, movements. I, I understand that. Larry, in, Larry still has to go inside to do a job. I'm going to try to get a picture with Larry. Uh, uh, now the crowd is starting to go absolutely berserk here. I've also, I've also been recognized several times as major crisis guy. I think it's fun. And uh, let me put... Okay. You know, i got to try to get somebody this phone. Thing. What do we want, Peter? Margaret Hurley. <laughs> wow. The fire say the rally. Yes, which we were completely blamed for and... <laughs> we burnt every bridge we ever had that day. And Listen, it was worth with it the voice now the we've people. got audible.com. <clears throat> That's right. Larry actually was very nice to me. I mean, I, although I was kind of curious, he's actually in the sunlight. I thought he was a vampire. <laughs> you might not have appreciated that that much. I think he was more scared of me <laughs> than... Uh, <laughs> uh, down with the grass, and he's cut. He's tight with Taylor. So the fire say the rally. They all showed up. The beat reporters that day. Yep, I saw yep. them all down there. None of them, uh, none of them dare even be take a picture with me. So uh, yeah, that was <clears throat> that was uh, our. It still remains our highest rated broadcast. That was our goodbye Rocco farewell and so. amen. We were the only people who covered it, I think. Rocco is how he found about the show, the Fire Save the Rally. Excellent. Well, we're glad you're here. All right, let's talk to Joe Catroni, who's been waiting patiently and and doesn't have a whole lot of time tonight, so I said we'd put him right on. Joe, how are you? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, good evening. Good evening. Yes. I wanted to wish you guys a happy fifth anniversary. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, sir. And another Thank good much, five years ahead of us. At least. If we don't get pulled out. Hopefully Audible from. stays around longer than five minutes because for some strange reason, I don't think in the ad copy, the words or the terms, your dopes and years of spam were in there. <laughs> well, uh, then yeah, you're, you're probably right. Up and, uh, <laughs> well, they did say I in, think... in the... Uh, in, in the announcement, the live read that they sent us, it does say 
you know, you don't have to read this word for word. Feel free to make up your own. And look, we're known for our, improv- for our improviso on this show. I mean, Jim, then I, I said, you doped, and then I said the other thing, and then Jim clarified it for me, and then I said, wow, that's a great site. Now I'm going to go to it. I, I play the role of skeptical fan, and then I was brought over by the wonders, the wonderfulness of uh, Audible.com. Happy anniversary! Happy anniversary! Happy anniversary! Happy anniversary! <laughs> I want to be a singer. I, 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 I used to sing all the time, but I lost it. I used to be a seaman. And then now I just put it all, you know. <laughs> uh, you Why? know, since, since the show's got a, a new sponsor, maybe you can expand the show. And with an expanded show to maybe an hour and 15 or an hour and a half, we can bring back and actually find and then bring back Bob Page. And he could do some internet. <laughs> Sarcastic intermission reports. I would love to have Bullet Bob Page on this show. <laughs> hey, what <Ricky>. happened? <laughs> I wonder where he is. <laughs> Bullet Bob Page. I, I think he, he became a little too sarcastic. Anyway, I just wanted yeah. to wish you guys a very happy fifth anniversary. It's, uh, you know, it's like a small business. If you get through the first year, you're in good shape. So you guys are in good shape, and... Uh, Lots of good stuff coming coming down. Well, you know, I, I'm always like, you know, I have always done it for the fun, and, you know, anything else that happens is a, is a blessing, as they say. So, uh, you know, I, I, lo- I love just – I've had so many laughs doing this show. I mean, from Jim, from you, from the millions of fans uh, listening at home and chatting in the chat room. I mean, I've been literally crying where I can't utter a word. And it's some of it, some of it at the most darkest jokes in the world. That like, what? Yeah. I, don't think only, I think only the sickest of people would laugh at. Uh, I remember that Derek Bugard show. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh my God. Which was totally out. It just was out of bounds. <laughs> Eddie, this is no joke. I think Derek Bugard's really dead. It's being reported in the paper. Oh, good. Do we lose this cap hit? <laughs> that was the first. All I remember about Derek is a, a hockey player. He's always had his stick up really high. Like, I want the pen. Anyway. Yeah, uh, yeah, that was my comment. You know, you, it's business. This is business that we do. <laughs> you know what I always think of? I think of this. This this show is just pure buffoonery, and <laughs> and you guys got Wayne Gretzky for like twenty minutes of his life. <laughs> here, oh, here, wait, listen, hold on, hold on, wait, 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 here. Mr. Wayne Gretzky is ready to join us, ladies and gentlemen. This is a momentous day in Blue Shirt Banner Radio when we can actually talk to somebody famous. <laughs> no, we've had a lot. Besides each other. Yeah, besides each other. So uh, without further ado, Jim, you, you lead it in. I'll bring Mr. Gretzky on, and uh, you tell him about what we're all about. And uh, here we go.
Wow. Good evening, Wayne, Jim, and Eddie. Go ahead. Wayne, are you there? Ah. Yeah, I'm here. Hey, how you guys doing? Good evening. Welcome to Blue Shirt Banner Radio. Uh, we're an internet radio show for uh, BlueShirtBanner.com, which is the SB Nation home of the uh, the New York Rangers, and uh-huh. we want to welcome you to the program. My name's well, Jim, and I'm here with our with my co-host Eddie. Well, and uh, how are you this to, evening? Uh, yeah, I'm good, and it's a pleasure to be on the show. And uh, you guys are probably uh, real diehard Ranger fans that have your own show on on uh, the internet and talk about uh, hockey and the Rangers. So good for you guys. You, you could well, say that, now there were, there were so many funny things that interview, and I, I just pulled that first clip just to, just so I'm glad you brought it up. But <clears throat> originally, we were supposed to have Brendan Shanahan on the show. It was a it was an Xbox event that they were doing in Times Square, and Brendan Shanahan was originally supposed to be a part of it. And I got contacted by the PR firm that was doing this thing, and she said, do you want to interview Brendan Shanahan? And I said, absolutely, and blah, blah, blah. And then the day before, or two days before, Brendan Shanahan canceled. And the woman that I had been in contact with emailed me and said, Brendan Shanahan canceled would you mind, those were her exact words, I still have the email somewhere, <laughs> would you mind, would you mind emailing, uh, excuse me, would you mind interviewing Wayne Gretzky instead? And I emailed her back and I said, am I being punked? <laughs> and I said, yeah, I think we can accommodate that. <clears throat> that was the, that, I mean, that was, that part of it was great. Um it, it, it's funny, we, we were, if you go back and listen to that episode, before Wayne actually came on, we were talking about how everybody kept saying, Wayne motherfucking Gretzky was going to be on the show, because <laughs> we, so, we were so excited about it, um, and, <clears throat> and, and Wayne had had a few, <laughs> he'd had a few, so he was very, uh, he was kind of, he was, he was in a good mood. I'll say that we had one hey, of our joke. one of our one of our guys. Nick was down there to interview him in person, and he said Gretzky was having a few having a few Cocktail. cocktails and and uh, so yeah, so that was a lot of fun. And the, you know what the best part of that interview was? The best part of that was later that night getting a call from Eddie, and he left a voicemail on my phone, and he said, "Hey Jim, it's Eddie, and I just wanted to call and say." That without you, without the show, I never would have got a chance to talk to Wayne Gretzky tonight. And for that, I say thank you. And I'll never forget that. For his, that was as good as the interview. Just getting that phone. That's awesome. Never <clears throat> well, yeah, an opportunity to never make any live it down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. and, I think the, and I think the following week we had Joe Patterson on. <laughs> we had, <laughs> well, listen, I won't keep you guys, but I just wanted to call and wish you guys a happy anniversary and uh, many, many more. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you so much. Thanks for, Thank thanks for the so laughs, fellas. Thanks for yeah, the laughs. Good times. You want me to leave you on hold? Yes, you hang it up. Okay, we'll do. Thanks, Joe. All right, boys. Good night. <clears throat> uh, all right, you want to hear it? You want another? Uh, you want another memory? This one's about two minutes. Yeah. Why not? I can yeah, t- I can do number two in two minutes. <laughs> so you're not going to hear it. You're going to you're going to you're going to run to the bathroom. No, no, I'll be here. 
not going anywhere. Uh, let's see. Here we go. He is better known as Puck Daddy on Yahoo Sports. Uh, before we get started, let's get a couple of uh, a couple of things out of the way. First of all, we, as always, we want to say hello to Post 678 over in Iraq. He's supposed to be coming home soon, so we look forward to that. Uh, second of all, uh, those of you, everybody knows uh, Joe Fortunato, my co-host. Uh, unfortunately, Joe is not going to be with us for a while on the show. He is... Uh, He's got some other projects that he's working on with school and everything, and he's just not going to be able to sit in with us for a while. (laughs) And so so we wish Joe all the best, and and hopefully uh, we'll be able to bring him back soon. Uh, It all depends on on what happens. So, because I really don't want to sit here and and do this by myself every week, I went looking for a co-host, and there was no... Uh, more obvious choice than the person I asked to join me here on Blue Shirt Banner Radio. Well, actually, actually, he was my second choice because Paulie D wanted to get paid. But uh, our, my my next first choice <laughs> was uh, none other than the mouth, and he has agreed to join me here on Blue Shirt Banner Radio. And good evening, mouth. How are you? Good evening. I'm glad to be on the program. I got some. Big shoes to fill, and Joe, Jolton Joe Fortunato, but he's got a lot of oars in the water, so to speak, and uh, I wish him, uh, he's going to do well, and he's got to concentrate on uh, more important things than talking about hockey. But let's face it, uh, you know, I'm glad to be here, I'm glad that you asked me. So, back when, uh, when, when we first started Blue Shirt Banner Radio, and Joe went to a, a Ranger viewing party or something like that and came back. And I was talking to him on the phone. And he says, he says, I was at this Rangers party. He says, and I met this guy. He says, his name's Eddie, but he calls himself the mouth. He says, and you got to see this to believe it. He loves our site. He's been listening to the show. He said he's going to call in. And then, and then on our very next show, you called in. And this was uh, that was after uh, the whole inter- I think the whole twi- Twitter thing went down, and where you're an, you're an internet cancer. Oh yeah, and- <laughs> yes. Uh, and I know well, we played after- this. Well, that was this was I, I guess was this after I went to that Islander tweet up where I, I think uh, so yeah. And so I, well, uh, we, I went to the uh, the draft party, which is. Cutter's favorite uh, video uh, and Joe's favorite video. When I go to the draft party, I totally mocked the whole thing. And it was all over Twitter how I wasn't really a blogger. I was an internet cancer because I made fun of the Islanders. It was the highlight of my Twitter career, by the way. <laughs> so, Guys, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get a couple of these phone calls on. Yeah, open it up. And, and let's see what everybody's got to say. We're going to start with who's been holding the longest. And there we go, 631 area code. You're on the air. Go ahead. Hi, everybody. How's it going? It's the mouth live. How are you guys doing? Oh, oh excellent. It's, it's, it's the mouth. Ranger, yeah. For you guys that don't know, it's, uh, it's the mouth. He's from rangercrisis.com. And, uh, and, and, and he got me in a, in a, in a boatload of trouble yesterday. We'll get, into, we'll get into that in a minute. What's going on, Mouse? What do you got, what's on your mind? I got to say, you got a great program. I'm listening in. You guys are informative. You're hitting all the bases, hitting all the right things. I love it. <laughs> and I, uh, 
I am a diehard supporter of Blue Shirt Panther, and this radio show is great. Attaboy. <laughs> and then <clears throat> and then, not long after that, you started Ranger Crisis Radio, and we had this. So, anyway, let's take our first caller. We got, uh, we got two callers lined up. We're going to go with the 954 area code. You are on the air with the mouth live, <laughs> I think. <laughs> On with the mouth, it's Jim from Blue Shirt Panther. How are you, buddy? Let me tell you something, gentlemen, Jim, the Jim, the Jim, whatever you call him, the guy knows his puck. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing great, and and you did an almost good, an almost perfect pronunciation of the last name. We'll, we'll call it close. We'll, we'll close enough. Uh, you know, I'll take it because I'm telling you, I'm having a little trouble with this. Uh, this really complicated software, the click and drag, is driving me nuts over here. <laughs> you know, we, speaking of drag, we already talked about the Islanders. That's you know talking uh, about things and well, things know, in drag. You know, Jim, I want to talk to you about something we we briefly touched on your show, and I'm going to tell you this: Blue Shirt Radio is a great program. If I wasn't doing my program. I'd be listening to that show every day, podcast. These guys are doing a bang up. They actually my inspiration. That's, so that's, we love it. We love we love the fact that we've inspired you and and uh, and, and 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 now it's great. I could sit back and relax and listen to your show and and I called in so I could loosen up a little bit. I don't have to be uh, I don't have to be Mr. Uh, Mr. Blue Shirt Panther. I could just be one of the mouths, one of the one of the minions out here listening oh, to wow, your show. I because do I do appreciate the minions comment because I do have somewhat of an ego, but uh, I, but you know it, it is it's kind of freeing not to be the host as I'm finding out pretty quickly, 13 well, minutes know, into the show. But uh, well, yeah, that, that, that's okay. I, I'm here to help. You know, a lot of people don't realize that me and the mouse we go way back. We known each other for years. We met at an anorexia rehab clinic, the two of us, yes. which I'm which I'm proud to say we both beat. <laughs> We and and I, now, I with tremendous success, I that's right. And we we beat it to a healthy 500 pounds between the two of us. Listen, now we're, now the only things we battle over who gets the last yodel and which one of us has to take out Kirstie Alley and which one gets stuck with Winona Judd. Exactly, and those are two lookers, and I really appreciate them. Usually, I don't date women skinnier than myself, but uh, you know, with those two young ladies, they're very nope. well. But uh, yes, we, we 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 do appeal to those types of women. Now I want to. <laughs> I miss that persona sometimes, but it was it was such a bitch to keep him the. Uh. Hey, it was something back then when we used to do the voice constantly, talking like this, very verbose, very uh, succinctly. You want to just, like, yeah. break it out randomly, like like uh, Captain Chaos in the Cannonball Run movie. <laughs> and this is the mouth coming at you. Pangerati is in an abortion out there. He should be eradicated. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm better off doing this. I can take it more seriously. I would have been called part of the media had I been doing that voice. I don't think That's by Linda Cohn. That's right. <laughs> but yes, that was so fun. I mean, it, it, we do like it, it does. I don't realize how much time has passed. You know, 
and even you, you sound so you sound much younger and, and and less polished. Now you're really polished. I mean, not so much in that last one, but in the, the earlier one. And Joe yeah. was basically didn't he? He's still sleeping, I think. He used to yawn during the broadcast. I mean, the kid was going to school and stuff. So, I mean, you know, he had a lot of less plate, you know, so I could see why he was a little tired, but I don't know. So, yeah, those were good times, good times. Um, and we've had, oh, go ahead. No, I, I wanted to say we've had a lot of crazy people. Like, they kind of, like, come in and out of our lives. Yeah. Like, and that one dude, who was the guy who went to the Kings game? What was that guy's name? Fred the Grump Wadnicki. Yeah, Fred the Grump Wadnicki, who, who, who <laughs> was smuggled in bologna sandwiches. <laughs> right? It was, like veggie. it was like vegetarian food. And he did, like, these weird videos where he's up in the stands and, like, you know, he's creeping on women and... <laughs> You remember that? He did like a YouTube video that he sent you. And yeah, like, I think I got it. The, and he's in the stands and he's like in the dark and I don't know. He And he called in. People were actually talking about him in the Facebook group today. As he called in, he's like, well, it's the same thing every year with the Rangers. They, they suck. They suck. They suck. They win. They're okay. And then they suck again. They suck again. Yeah. Yeah. Fred the Grump Wadnicki. I don't know. He, you, I don't know where you... Do you know him from HF boards or something? No, I think um, when I was posting my videos, he was one of the guys who posted. posted oh, okay. And I uh, commented on that video. And then we had, well, of course, Frankie. Frankie, what was his last name? Italian last name. Carbone. Carbone, yeah. And Frankie was just, I mean, he gave us so much material. I mean, no, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, some of these comments. I mean, I'm uh, not a crazy person, despite the brain injury. Oh my God, he, there, there would be there would be nights where he would just, or he would get going, and then you, we'd start playing the sound effects, and I'd just start laughing, and I had to turn my microphone off because I'd be laughing so hard, I, tears would be running down my face, and then he'd stop talking, and there'd be dead silence. Because you and I were both muted out and laughing so hard. <laughs> and meanwhile, like, the Dixie song is playing in the back. Oh, I wish I was in a land of Dixie. And we're hitting him with the frying pans. And, and he didn't know any of it. He had no idea. You know, we, we got a frying pan sound effect. And just the song is playing. And there's all this shit going on. And he just keep going on and on about Brady Shay and how he's going to come back to the I'm down at the house. Because it's where I get a signal on my scooter. <laughs> and how he he got the brain injury from falling into a pothole with his scooter. <laughs> like yeah, when things stuff ate up. And you know, and then we make the, the tinfoil hat. The, 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 I mean, the, Frankie and literally became exactly. Thank you. Nice to say, thank you, Frankie. And he literally became like a whole like. Uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Like a legendary character, you know? I mean, people would tell stories about Frankie, and there'd be pictures posted in the group about Frankie, guys on scooters and tinfoil hats. And, oh, it took on a life of its own. It, it really did. We had Mary, thank you. And we had Mary the Cat Lady. Yeah, Mary the Cat Lady. She was only around for like a couple weeks. Yeah, I think she threw herself out the window or something. 
<laughs> and, and didn't her and Frankie have like an argument? I don't know. I, I think we tried to like pair them two together romantically, <laughs> and they went, they kind of went off on each other. Oh man, his marriage. I'm not Good crazy. Evening. <laughs> I'm not uh, crazy. Good evening, gentlemen. It's 80 degrees here in Fort Myers. The bikinis are out. Oh, We're talking gosh. about Stephen Fogarty. <laughs> I don't know whatever happened to those two. Frankie, I think, caught on eventually. I think he caught no, on he, that we were just using his comedy father. Well, no, he his problem was that uh, I see, he complained a couple of times in the Facebook group before we, he either left or we kicked him out. He complained that, that that we talked too long before taking his calls and that we didn't always talk about, you know, sometimes we wander off topic, as as has been known to happen on this show. So he got upset with that. Wikipedia. Exactly. Thank you. Uh, no, so, no, 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 You know, that was his problem with us. Oh, wow. Well, sorry. <laughs> somebody, and we, somebody have enough, we have enough. We still list. here. We still have Costa. We still have Rocco. Oh, yeah. Rocco and Margaret Hurley. Margaret Hurley. Now she's joined the Wacko Club. Now I'm glad that we went through a cup with these guys. Now I know who the real good guys are and who the deflate are. Any, the fact that she picked the Kings over the Rangers in a Stanley Cup. Right. Is ridiculous. I will never let her forget that for the rest of her life. Nope. Costa not watching a game after game two. Never going to let him live that down. Wazili brought up a good one we forgot. Jackie Lamba. Oh, yeah, that whole controversy. Whatever that, went uh, down with. I don't know. Did she, she call in? Did she ever she call did. in? Yeah, I think she did. And she was at. <laughs> she was at one of our viewing parties. Yeah, that that was crazy, man. Because I had gone to a birthday party of a, a girl who used to listen to the show. And everybody was like, all the Ranger fans on one side, and she was sitting on the other side watching a Blackhawk game. Because she had switched. She liked Patrick Kane because he was cute. Right. So she, she was upset that Girardi did not defend Gabbert. And she had gone out and actually bought a real, authentic NHL Ranger jersey with Girardi's number on it, and it said candy ass on the back. Right. Now, I don't know. I don't have that kind of money to burn on just being, you know, being snarky or being uh, taking a jab at a player. So, so that. Now Justin's in love with it, but this, you know, listen, Girardi was was good for many years. I mean, listen, one Stanley Cup does not make a Ranger career. <laughs> <laughs> so don't get too bad. Dan's all we got, and we got him for a while, so you better get used to him. That's right. Uh, and the way, certainly Dan Girardi, the way he blocked shots about again. So she was a she was another character and a whole slew of. Our evolving door of people that have kind of come in and, and, and been here a while and then kind of just left and, you know, I'll still see them on Facebook. They kind of were part of the crew and and, and now we have 
really the the concrete crew here that shows up basically every time we do a broadcast. And I'm so thankful for that. Zach Budnick, who I ran into Rangers Town, uh, I guess in the second second round I saw him, and uh, he's doing well. Uh, he still listens to the show occasionally. He said, um, but you know these guys. Five years is a lot. When I met Zach, he was like 17, you know. Now he's out of college, and, you know, he's doing whatever he's doing in life. So things, uh, you know, you know, what's your honest assessment of Cutter? Hey, Cutter, you're all right. You know, uh, Jim doesn't like you, but I like you. That's not true. I like him just fine. I've just, I, I've I think just... Cutter... See, your problem, Cutter, is you don't get the jokes a lot of times, and you think it's serious, and then you go crazy. And then you also, you... you yummy, 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 cupcake! Yummy, yummy, cupcake! Fuck that! Fuck that! Fuck that shit! That's your <laughs> highest moment. You made that song. Your thing is, you always want to come off like you're, gonna, you're the tough guy, you're the heel. And we all know you're just a nice guy. So stop trying to be tough. Like, Geico, you're going down and all that stuff. Just be yourself. What did this turn into Dr. Phil? Yeah, really. It's enough. All right, it's enough. It's enough with you. He's like a wrestling heel. He thinks he's like, I'm coming after you, Geico. Anyway. So, uh, yeah, so there's been a lot of crazy people in there. And, uh, you know, we certainly have had the callers that uh, call in regularly. I mean... I learned a lot. A lot of times I get an opinion. Sometimes I, I, uh, you know, we also get that thing where people say we let people talk too long. I said, where else are, gonna, where else are you going to speak? There's no place right. else to go. Well, where are we, what, do I have an opinion that's better than anybody else's? Most likely, but, you know, I let somebody else have a chance. I, I mean, no, I mean, seriously, just, I like to hear what people got to say. I mean, some of it's just stupid. You'll get those occasional calls. Actually, most people I know in real life say the stupid things. Everybody on this show says sounds pretty good stuff. You know, I had to listen to my friend Tony, or he'll tell me how bad Anton Strawman was. Like, they really got to get rid of him. They really got rid of him. And I'm like, are you watching the same games that I am? I mean, really? So, I don't know. So, it's, it's been a wild ride. It has indeed. Yeah, Mandar is in uh, Waxhaw, North Carolina. He's been busy. And uh, frankly, I just go look at his computer, and it's seriously, uh, it's got about as much power as like a Nintendo 64. <laughs> I don't know how he would manage to get online with that thing. So, uh, but he, uh, he was... He really wants to kill Dan Girardi in those playoffs. I mean, well, if you would have seen the text, if I had the text that I was getting from him were just like, please, why is an AV benching him? He should be benched. So he was very unhappy with Dan Girardi. What was the one message you sent me? Uh, the, the game's not over. The, the, the Rangers aren't done, or the series isn't over until Girardi's last turnover or something like that? <laughs> yeah. I mean, he was just... He was just nuking Girardi every second. So that's uh, funny. Yes, that's right. Howie said Amy Ernano, who used to call in with a boyfriend. Remember they used to call in? 
Yeah, she's uh, with Chris Donardo, but uh, that is no longer. <laughs> I, I spoke really? to her the other day. She, yeah, she made her, she's made her uh, reappearance onto Facebook, and she's doing good, and all is well That's with good. Amy. And uh, I had even uh, told her that she should call in tonight because uh, you know it was our fifth anniversary and everything. But uh, I think she had a softball game tonight. So, but, yeah, Amy's doing well, and uh, glad to hear it. Um, all right, so uh, is that it? Well, well, we have more phone calls. <laughs> oh, bring them in. Well, before we get to the phone calls, as I said before, Blue Shirt Underground Radio is happy to be sponsored by Audible.com, a leading provider of spoken digital audio entertainment and information. They have over 150,000 titles to choose from, and you can listen to them on any device, including whatever you are listening to this broadcast on right now. And if you sign up at our URL, which is www.audibletrial.com slash blueshirtunderground, you will get one free audio book and one a free month, one month trial of our service, of the service, excuse me. You can pick up books like Game of My Life, where Ranger greats such as Mark Messier, Frank Boucher, and Yarmir Yager talk to the great John Halligan, who was a guest on this show and one of my favorite guests, about their favorite Ranger memories, the making of Slapshot, a behind-the-scenes look at the greatest hockey movie ever made, or one of the greatest sports books ever written, The Bronx Zoo, an inside story of the 1978 New York Yankees. Again, that's www.audibletrial.com slash underground. Support the show and sign up for your free trial on audible.com today. And I will post the link again in the chat room, and we will put it in our Facebook group. What yes, the, Connor, um, I'm sure well, they have sports titles. Pain in the yes. ass. He's a pain um, in the ass. I think that they um, – <laughs> what was that? Uh, was it Ball 4? Who wrote that? That Jim uh, Bouton that was, uh, or something? Jim Booten, yeah, or Bouton, yeah. Booten. Ball 4. Now, what was, that, what was that all about, Ball 4? Uh, actually, I've never read that book. Carter, what's that book about? <laughs> I'm not a baseball guy, so. They used to have this. I wonder if they have it on that. No, it's more of a statistical book. I'll have to figure it out. It, it was a book of, I'll have to find it. It had like every player and all their stats career up to a certain year, you know, whenever I got the book. But I don't think they print it every year anymore. Oh, okay. Thank you, Cutter. It's about the 1969 Seattle Pilots and their goings-on with the players and their, with their wives away with some drug use as well. Okay. I don't know why I always remembered that book. I don't know why that – I guess it was a very controversial book when it came out. Are there any good sports, hockey books? Has anybody read anything good, like, hockey-wise? Uh, on thin ice, That's which is not- books, But it's about the 1979 Rangers. Ratso Sloman's book. Right. That's a good book. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Uh, Ready to go the, back to the phones? Yeah. We've got two calls remaining here. I think this is Rock. Rock, how are you? What's up, guys? Happy anniversary. Thank you, sir. Uh, happy anniversary, uh, big boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, happy great, anniversary. Uh, great five years. Like I've, I've uh, said a million times, um, 
you guys do a fantastic job. And for someone who's only passion sports-wise pretty much is hockey, uh, I uh, I look forward to your show every week. I don't always get to call in, but I'm always listening to the podcast. And, uh, you know, thanks for always being there for us. It's uh, As a diehard hockey wow. fan, it's uh, it's nice to hear hockey talk over the summer, especially when, uh, you know, the baseball teams are so bad. So it's uh, it's great. So I want to thank you for that. Oh, well, um, you're welcome. It's our pleasure. I just wanted to say I enjoy from you – since you have season tickets and you go to a lot of games, right. your perspective of what's going around the guard too, because you know that's you kind of give us an insider's thing, and, you know. So I no, appreciate anytime. that. No, you're welcome. Um, I tried calling in last week, but I had a hockey game. Like when I had when the show was on, and I was on hold for a little bit, and then my game started, so I had to go. But um, we're gonna go rapid fire really quick. Uh, one, I wanted to thank the Rangers in general for getting hockey till June. Uh, it's going to be a really quick off season. It's going to be like rapid fire, and it's going to be October before we know it. I'm uh, proud of the team. I'm not saying that every time I turn on the NHL Network and I see Alec Martinez jumping in the air like a like a goof or watching the NHL show and I see the Kings walking around the Stanley Cup that I don't get the sick feeling in my stomach watching these guys, uh, you know, holding the cup. But uh, I'm I'm very proud of them. We didn't expect them to be here, um, and I guess it's something that. Uh, We'll just have to deal with, and hopefully that this team is headed in the right direction. Um, as far as Richard is concerned, I mean, I was a big component for bringing him in, so I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I was kicking him out the door. It was a business decision the team needed to make. Can't have a guy making almost $7 million playing on your third, let alone your fourth, let alone even your third line. Guy making that much money. He was a big component. I guess if he wasn't making the salary he was making, you probably could deal. You probably could live with him in the role that he played this year. But we obviously saw that you know he was heading south. It's a shame. You know we've seen it with a lot of guys. They hit their mid you know mid thirties, thirty two, thirty three, thirty four. I mean we saw with Adam Graves. They just can't. They can't sustain it anymore, and they're not the players they were. And it's unfortunate because you know this what this team does lack is guys that have actually won the Stanley Cup. That being said. The nucleus of the team is coming back for next season, so the guys, I would hope, would understand what it takes to get to the Stanley Cup and hopefully that make that next step going forward. Um, so, I mean, from, from a Richard standpoint, I think it was more of a business decision, as you guys you know, said like, uh, earlier. Um, for the team going forward, you know, I, know, I know a lot of people are on Nash's case, and I think Eddie, you said it perfectly. You need Nash to get to the playoffs. You know, I mean, unfortunately, he, for whatever reason, just can't seem to shake loose. I mean, you, you, you know, San Luis, I don't know what he does. I don't know if it's because he's small. He finds ways to get open. Nash doesn't do that. And, he, and I don't know what it is. I don't know if he's just not tied that type of player. You know, we, you know, we said that maybe we need to bring in a center to play with him. The whole reason Nash was brought here was because he was supposed to be our Evgeny Malkin, a guy that can dance through three defensemen or, or three players and score, and we saw none of that in the playoffs. So that's the one part that, that alarms me. But like you said, you need him just to get to that point. Uh, I mean, I certainly agree because I said it, but I also think, yeah, I mean, you got to bring up the Stepan issue. I mean, you know, is having Derek Stepan, who we, I think, all can agree is not a first-line center, does that no. affect Nash's productivity? 
Does that, you know, does that come into factor? Because even with, Nash had an awful lot of chances and just couldn't put it in the net. I mean, that's just what, I mean, that's what happened. But who are his centers, but Eddie, who are his centers in Columbus? And I'm not here to bash Rick Nash because I honestly think right. that, and that's not about that. The point of the matter is we obviously saw that this team, from a center perspective with Nash's side, the team is very weak down the middle. So they need to make a decision whether they're going to give Brassard big money or they're going to give Stefan big money. Because I honestly don't think if they're your number one and their number two center, I honestly don't think they have a chance to win, win a cup, especially with the, the size of the teams coming out of the Western Conference. Now, when you're going up against, you know, Ryan Gessleff and Corey Perry, uh, you know, the, the Jonathan Taves, you know, these, these, other, these other great centers in the West, you know, I just don't think that they have enough down the middle to, uh, to succeed in a long cup run. And we've seen it from Stefan too many times. I mean, he gets a pass again. Because Nash wasn't scoring, Stefan got a pass again in this playoffs. And I know he came back against Montreal. He scored the two goals with the broken jaw. All well and good. But other than that, he maybe had a spurt here or a spurt there where he performed. Again, another playoff run where he really wasn't visible. And, again, it's, it's amazing. Like, like you almost like to put certain guys, like, like Tikkanen. You like to put him in, in, like, in storage until the playoffs show, come up, and then you, you, you smack the, the mothballs off him and tell him to come back out and play. The Rangers have too many guys that don't show up in the regular season and are awesome in the playoffs, and vice versa. You said it about Brian Boyle. Uh, Brassard was pretty good in the playoffs. Uh, you know, Dominic Moore played better in the playoffs, I think, he did during the regular season. Strowman, I thought, played better in the playoffs than he did in the regular season. And then, then you got Stefan, who played pretty good in the regular season. Nash played pretty good in the regular season. And then did shit in the playoffs. And so it's like you've got to find an even balance where everybody kind of contributes well, all at the same time. I'm not I'm – certainly I'm not an apologist for what went on. I mean, certainly you're playing against higher caliber talent. Uh, you're on the first line. You're playing against their first line uh, predominantly. I'm not making that excuse, and, 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 but I don't think Derek Stepan is a first-line center on any team in the NHL. I just don't think that. I don't think he has – he doesn't have the sense. He's, he's not going to – and he, I know a lot of Ranger fans were very, very up on him before the season started because he had a great season in the lockout season. But I just don't see the goal production, and he passes up way too many opportunities for himself. And he, he does make too many passes. I mean, it just he's a good player, but I feel like they should be slotted. Everybody should be slotted. I think Broussard should be the second-line center. Stepan, the third-line center. And if we ever could find somebody, a legit first-line center. Now, a lot of people have been talking about Thornton and, and perhaps trading for him. What do you think about that? You know, I'm torn with him because – San Jose, uh, San Jose, to me, with the, every year, to me, I don't want to take – I don't really don't want anyone off that team. Every year they shift the bed. Do I, do I really want a player from that team? I mean, why haven't they been able to get it together? And he's a big component to their leadership in that, in that locker room. And I'm not, I'm not blaming Joe Thornton per se. I want winners. We need to bring guys that have won to this team. I, you know, and guys that have, that have been able to lead. I mean, let's be honest. Where would this team have been without Martin San Luis in this playoff? They do not go to the cup finals. I don't even think they get out of the second round 
without him. I mean, right. they need to bring in guys that have won something, leadership group that have won something. You saw when, when Richards and, and San Luis took the reins of this team, they blossomed. Because these guys have been there. With not taking anything away from Ryan Callahan and, and, and his effort and his tenacity and everything else, but when you've got a guy standing up there saying, listen, I've been there, I've done this, I know what it takes to get there, let's go. And to me, that's, that's real where, the, where this team lacks, it, and it's still lacking. And I think even with Nash and Sam Louis, I still think they need another offensive guy for next season. Oh, yeah, I think they definitely do. They didn't score many goals. What did we figure it out? Five even strength goals in the series? Yeah, it was something like that. Five hey, Rock, even we're strength gonna have to goals? You, Rock, we're okay. going to have to let you go. We're starting to run out of time, buddy. Okay. Right. Thanks. I'll talk to you guys next week. Take care, Rock. Thanks for calling Later. in, Rock. We'll talk to you Anytime. soon. Anytime. Right. And We do have one more call that we'll take in, in, in a minute here. I just wanted to, <clears throat> before we get off the air, before we get off live, I wanted to say, to Eddie, Eddie, thank you for five years, and I hope for many more. It has been a pleasure. I look forward to this, to doing this show with you every week. It is my therapy, and uh, it, it is an extreme pleasure to do this with you and uh, and know that we're doing something people enjoy. Well, it's uh, right back at you, and uh, it's definitely made a lot of sad days, glad days. <laughs> it really has. Absolutely. No, it's been a great pick me. Thank you. Absolutely. All right. For everybody listening, uh, we are going to podcast. Take care, everybody. Thank you very much. James, are you there? Yes, I'm here. How are you? I'm all right, guys. Happy Happy anniversary. Five years. I can't believe it. I know. No, it's got so quick. Yeah, man, too quick. What what, what was our team when we first started? It was like, what, 2009? uh, Who was there? Like Malik and, uh, right, Maverick Malik and Pruka and all these guys. I'm trying to think of who was on the team while I was listening, you know? Yeah, I'm trying to think, too. Who were the guys we were rallying on? Yeah, I have a computer in front of me. I I was going to look up the the roster and stuff. I don't have one in front of me right now, so I'm just trying to go off memory. And I don't have a good memory as it is, so it's like I'm just trying to think. And I'm like, man, it's like how much things have changed, you know? Like coach-wise, who do we have? Tom Rennie back then, (laughs) you know? And you go to Tortorella. Yeah, then you go to Tortorella and, you know. In that summer of 2009, Tom Rennie had been fired. Replaced by Tortorelli, you had the whole water bottle thing and him getting suspended in the playoffs. Yeah, remember that. Uh, yeah. Artie Anisimov was just a rookie. Uh, the leading scorer that year was Scott Gomez and Nikolai Zherdev with 58 points apiece. Zherdev, uh, yeah. Zherdev. Number <laughs> 13, I, I remember that. Yeah, what, 13, okay. Everybody Nasdaq, loves Zherdev. Everybody loves that team. And, and oh, we yeah. always knew, yeah. though, I mean, like with, with Artie and stuff, I mean, he's gone now and stuff, but, you know, we we saw the, you know, the even, well, the, you know, especially the young defensemen at the time, you know, and you're like, okay, we have we have some young guys coming through the system that in the next few years will be very good, and sure enough, at least at least we all, you know, we knew that they'd be pretty good, and they have been pretty good, and they made the playoffs, and we, we remember the seven-year stretch, you know, of nothing. Yeah, that was that was that brutal. Was that was that. That was that like was, you're talking about the dark days, right? Seven years of nothing, and, and then all of a sudden, okay, some things started to work out. You know, make a, you get a few, I guess, young guys and get some draft picks and this and that, and before you know it, you're starting to look a little bit better. And I mean, they went and, three rounds. What two years ago? Two yeah, rounds yeah, last two years year, ago. and they went to the cup this year. I mean, 
for us guys who've lived through some of the really bleak years, that's a lot. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot of agita we had to go through. Oh, agita, yeah, agita plus, man. We had a lot, a, a lot of, yeah. It's, it, 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 well, yeah, you, you know what I keep telling some people? This, with this series reminded me of. It reminded me of in 2000 against the Yankees, okay, where it's like the Yankees were the team. Of course, they were winning. They had the guys. They had guys who had won, like L.A. had done a couple of years ago. The the the, five, the four game to one, same thing. It was like it, the, the series was so much closer than that four games to one. And I even remember Jeter saying it after the series over. He goes, "That was a tough four games to one." You know, he goes, "Every game was close, and you know, we could have lost this one. We could have lost the you know first one. We had you know Mets had the lead and." And I tell every Mets fan, I'm like, this is what it reminded me of baseball. You know, I mean, it's a totally different sport, but it, the, the the feeling of it is that you, you, even though you're playing against the Yankees back there, okay, we're playing LA. They had just recently won whatever, and and you're thinking, okay, but we still have a chance. I mean, we're in it, so we're gonna have a chance no matter what. And, and the Mets kept, I mean, you know, they might remember they made the base running plays, you know, a couple of mistakes, and they they didn't, yep. you know, I, I don't remember who I think it was a Timo Perez, and he he stopped kind of and it hit the top of the wall, there was a home run, you know, stuff like that, you know. And you think, and, and you're like, wow, it's like for some of the you know, mistakes the Rangers are making. You know, like they're, they're just throwing a puck in front, or they're making an extra pass, or they're not clearing the zone right. They're throwing it through the middle. It's like the mistakes being made. And I'm thinking, like, you know, about just mistakes. And I'm saying, wow, it's like the same type of thing, the mistakes and this and that, and and, and guys who, you know, just maybe a couple of, a couple of breaks here and there. Maybe something better could have happened. Maybe could have took it. Maybe would have lost anyway. Maybe we would have lost this year. I think they almost went to that, you know, could have went to a seventh game, you know, and uh, you never know what happened in that game. But, you know, it right. just reminded me of that feeling of saying, wow, it, that 4-1 didn't seem like a 4-1. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, like Eddie was saying about the <clears throat> about the Rangers having, you know, the last couple of years winning a lot of playoff rounds, you know, except for 78, you know, when they had that run in 79 to the finals, every year, except for like one year or two years in the 80s, every year was – make the playoffs to be out in the first round. It was either the Islanders or the Flyers yes. knocking them out uh-huh. every year in the first round. You know, so, yeah, I mean, you know, the last couple of years, winning a couple of playoff rounds, we're, we're not used to it. And, no, and, and, and it helped. I mean, it, it helped some of our guys. And, and like you say, next, next year, like like that guy Rocco was saying, the nucleus is there. And, and at least there's some guys who now have been battle-tested into the cup finals. And, you know, like everybody says, the cup, the final, even the playoffs, I guess as they progress, it gets harder and harder. And and as you get to that that last round, you're playing usually against the better team, and LA you know was one of the better teams, and and uh, you know you could just see the you know the even though we play, we kept up with them and stuff, like like Eddie said too, you know you're playing against better lines, your top line as long as their top line, and these guys are big, and you know we we gotta you know I think we still need to get that um you know like we say step on and and the Brassard is sentiment. It's like it's almost like a pitching rotation. You know, if you put somebody good, let's say you got a guy like a Jonathan Taze, I know we're not gonna get him, but if you had a guy like him as a number one and then you go with Stepan and Brassard or Brassard Stepan, whatever, all of a sudden that center looks is so much deeper, you know, and it's like a pitching staff, you know, you get some really good, you know, front end starter, you know, you have a pitching staff, you're like, wow, now now this guy's two and three and four. It's so much deeper and if if we could find a guy or, or package some kind of trade and get I d I don't know who. I mean, you know, I, I just right now my mind is like so shot. I've been there's certain things I had to do today. I wanted to call you guys earlier. But just to, you know, thinking of things like that, you know, I'm like I'm thinking who the hell could they get and who was a big guy that has some potential or maybe the slats could find somebody in the in the Somebody's system somewhere that has some potential, and you know, maybe be on the way up, and 
find one of them, you know, say Diamond well, gonna, Rough or, you know, one of them rules who are late round pick somewhere, something, you know. And I keep thinking of things just, like that. Yeah, they're going to have to do that. I mean, I, I want them kind of basically to sit pat this year. I don't think there's any free agents that's going to improve the team. Uh, just sit pat what you got and maybe develop some young players to replace Richards and yeah. to replace St. Louis next year after next year because he's going to be unrestricted in 30 right. and 40, whatever he's going to be. They'll, you'll see more. You'll see Fast get a uh, look. I think J.T. Miller's going to be kind of like shit or get off the pot year for him, whether yeah. he's going to be an NHL or just. So, yeah, whether it comes through trade or within the organization, I think they've, they've, they've done a good job that's got him here. But, you know, it's tough in hockey to keep, you know, you'll have a good period of drafting and then there's a drought. And in Rangers right now, don't have much in the system as far as another Chris Kreider coming in or even somebody as good as Stepan coming in or, you know, so they really have to work on that. So you'll, you know, hopefully the Oscar Lindberghs and the Danny Christos and these guys hopefully will make the team. And, and I think we found out, and, I, and one thing you brought up that Rock brought up but didn't fail to mention, he said, well, we don't have any guys with any experience. And you touched upon the Rangers now having some cup experience and knowing what it takes to get there. Right. That, that's not easy to do. I, I don't think you should ever, like, you know, minimize that because there's only one other team that goes all the way, you know, exactly. the winner and, and then loser. Yeah. And that, that's experience that, that Mark Stahl and Zuccarello and Broussard and, and all these guys, they got. Yeah, and so, it's killing them, I bet you. I mean, it's, it's, it's still bothering me. I can imagine what those guys feel like. Yeah, and you know, I, I, can't, yeah. I can't imagine it. So, they and I'm sure they 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 frankly uh, they 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 frankly uh, they they've they've gotten the experience, and I think hopefully if they get back, they get back. It, you know, it's going to be tough. It's going to be. Tough oh yeah, well look, look at the Kings, right? Like they, they didn't make it back to the finals last year after winning a cup. Sometimes, like you say, you may have to jump a year. You have, may have to wait, like you said. Everybody's jumping on the, the Paul Stasny thing here. You know, like you said, it might not be the right guy. And, you know, maybe, like I say, you have to wait a year and see what happens in, in, in uh, you know, a year from now. And, and it'll be, you know, like we say, at least we ha- we'll still have the guys who have had that, that final experience and know that the level of play, the, the, the competition is raised. The bar is raised every every round. And, and, and when you get to that, that cup final, I guess now they know, look, wow, it, you know, every it really jumped from – from even even the conference final to the final, I mean, it just you know you could see a difference. But I, I'd like like everybody says, I'm proud that that our guys, even though we say we lost, I don't feel like it was a four to one loss. We 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 played with them the whole freaking way, and and, we, and to me it was just like say a, a, a two, three or three overtimes in, in L.A. You know, it, it could have went it could have went our way, and okay, it didn't. But these guys came so close, and they got to be so hungry and so pissed off that they came so close. And, you know, and whoever ends up staying, you know, and these guys, you know, like I say, they, they, they all, you know, rally around each other with a lot of things that happen, some adversity. And I think, uh, you know, like you say, Eddie, maybe not next year, you know, maybe it's a transition year, kind of, you know, because, like, you know, say, right. okay, Richards will be gone. He was, he did. He, like I say, him, him and St. Louis, they, they, they grabbed the reins. They, they won cups before. They, they tried. 
yeah, they tried to like you know rally these guys, but like it was just too much for Richards, who's old, even St. Louis. But I, I don't know. Sometimes these little guys, for some reason, they, they 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 I don't know. It's like they could avoid the hits, and the guys who are like a regular size, they absorb so much, and you could see Richards wear down every round, and you know you could you could see by the by the end of the King series, he was you know, like they say they put him on the fourth line and. To, to me, you just a lot of them just look worn out. I mean, none of them have gone, you know, I guess played a season like this, especially with the Olympics in between. And you think it's like how much, you know, some of the guys, you know, how much hockey they have played and how, how worn down these guys must have been by the end. And you know, and at least we still have a relatively young team. And and like I say, sprinkle a few vets here and there if you could get them, and you know, maybe some other trade or whatever too. And who knows what can happen in the next couple of years? You know, maybe we're very, we are very close, and maybe we'll get closer, if not take it all. Yep, you never know. All right, James, I think we're going to end this. <clears throat> you got it, guys. Go, hey, good talking to you. Go get dinner. Same here. Yeah, I don't Take blame care, you. I, I didn't even do that yet either. It's like that's why I haven't. You know, I, I wish I could call earlier sometimes, but I get home till later, and it's like I eat. But tonight I didn't do it. I said, I said, let me wait a while. I can call you guys up because I wasn't sure how long it was going to be. But at least I got in there, and I'm glad I got to talk to you guys. All right, thanks for calling, James. Take care. Okay, you guys too. We'll see you soon. All right, bye. All right, bye bye. All right, that'll wrap up this edition, our fifth five-year anniversary edition of Blue Shirt Underground Radio. Thank you all so much for listening. Eddie, are you already gone? Eddie's gone. All right. Take care, everybody. Look for us on Facebook, Blue Shirt Underground Radio, and uh, we'll let you know when the next show is probably, uh, probably maybe next week. We'll see. All right. Take care, everybody. <laughs>